P.S., and I don't want to sound rude, because I know that there are good Catholics out there that know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and know that the only way to get to God is through a relationship with Jesus Christ. You people, you Catholics, you're nuts. You don't pray to Mary. You don't pray to the Rosary. The only way to get to God is through Jesus Christ. I saw some stuff. Is uh, you kiss the bronze off the toes of Saint Peter? I don't want to be arrogant, but don't you understand that this is about Satan and Jesus and God? You Catholics are insane. There is no rapture. That's Jesuit doctrine, and I've proven I'm here. It's a lie. There's no purgatory. There might have been, and God sent us back. This is the last time to try to salvage you, and you want to continue to rape children. It's over. You're going to eternal gnawing and gnashing and grinding of teeth and wailing and weeping, or you're coming to heaven. There's no party over there. I've supplied the sounds from hell, which I will do again. And no, God didn't send you there. You chose to not listen. You chose to not stop raping people. You chose to keep participating in this moronic plan. You chose to not tell God you're sorry for stealing or lying or raping somebody or murdering somebody, and then they once saved, always saved. People, what about Luke 13, 3, where Jesus Christ's own words are repent or perish? Or Luke 10, 2, the harvest is great, but the laborers are few but it had Samaritan repented. You're crazy. The path is very narrow. You have the winning lottery ticket in your hand, folks. Anything that you want without sin attached to it. The only thing that no one's happy about on this end is that they want to continue to touch and grope and do what they want to whoever they want, whenever they want, and it's over. You did it. It's done, and I can't wait. This is the most I have never seen, and I'm giving an update. I don't know who's going to jump on here, who's going to listen, who's not going to listen. This stuff is about to go down, folks, and if you think it's crazy now, just wait until the receiver, or excuse me, that's Paul, the restrainer. It sounds hot. I don't know what it is, but it sounds hot. When the restrainer is pulled from Matthew 24, 22, where it clearly says God has to pull the elect because no flesh is about to survive. You are presently not part of the elect if you're following this rapture, once saved, always saved crap. I've proven it's wrong. The Catholics, really? The Pope Francis obviously has a vagina. It's a transgender agenda sits in a seat that has skulls and reptilians in it. They have a telescope called Lucifer. I'm not adding all of this. It's easy. Google it. Vatican, telescope, Lucifer. Vatican, reptiles, skulls. Vatican, singing to Lucifer on Easter. You people are insane. 
The only way to get to God is through Jesus. Not Donna over here, okay? I know who I am, but I never asked anybody to call me that. It's creepy. But God wants to let you know that there's a problem, that there's a, uh, that they lied. But I've never walked around and said, do you know who I'm talk you're talking to? Do you know who I am? Never have. Nope. Not an arrogant person, which is why God had me, I probably did it this way. So, just so you know again, the rapture is a lie. There's no purgatory. Once saved, always saved is a lie. The only way to get to God is through Jesus Christ. End of story. I hope that you get that right, God. Please help them get that right, God. And you need to repent immediately, folks. You need to say you're sorry, and you need to stop. And if some big buffoon shows up at your door, if you're good with God and you are genuinely sincere about the prayer that you just gave, and you mean it, you won't be touched. Look at me over here. Yeah, it's been very, very rough what I've been through. But I'm still alive, and I've had people telling me, oh, don't worry about it, you're dead anyways, many times. When is this happening? And I don't care. I'm not afraid to die. You are. Why are you afraid to die? Because you don't know exactly what's going to happen to you. Well, let me tell you. First, you're going to be here first before you die, seeking death and not finding it. They're going to be chewing on your arm, and all that proof is in the Obama playlist and the Jennifer playlist. You get your head put in the guillotine, you don't worship Obama, you don't take the mark of the beast or whatever, and you make it through this. If you survive the big cat catastrophe that's about to go down one way or another, it's going to put the final nail in the coffin with this COVID, and they'll put an emergency rush in on those vaccines that I have provided in the Obama is Satan playlist proof that Trump said that there's 100 million vaccines already ordered, and they're first administ administering them to the elderly. Oh my gosh, could you imagine going through uh, Hitler days in Nazi Germany and now you're going through it again? Well, that's why they said history repeats itself. And most of the old people are so bitter and angry and hateful of God and Jesus. And what did, no, God got a bad rap. Your mama Obama sucks. Yes, God allowed it to happen, but don't sit here and be a crybaby because I went through in the Jennifer Conley as Mary Magdalene playlist everything that I've been put through. And that isn't even touching the surface, folks of what's been done to me. Everything that you could possibly think you could go through, I've been through besides being physically penetrated rape-wise. And I don't want to look at it anymore. You Catholics, God's about to destroy the churches, first of all, but the Catholics and the Vatican are first on the list. The only two people right now that are unsalvageable are Francis, who has a vagina, and Obama, who has a vagina. Satan, the biblical false prophet, and Satan. So, you're listening. I'm, I can't even begin to tell you. When I woke up this morning, there was one FEMA train after, well, whatever. There might have been a coal train in there or a normal train in there. But I know what's going on around me. One after another, after another, after another, after another. They've stopped now. It's, it's stopped. Well, they do a lot of it in the middle of the night. When it's dark, they like to creep around then. Get you on those trains, slaughter you. Yeah, what am I smacking? They killed my dang ladybugs. Because there's nothing here for them to eat. I didn't bring them in, and I'm going to get rid of them. Yeah, you can't run. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> I didn't bring these bitches in. Excuse my French, and I'm almost hopefully got them all. I'm tired of it. You all are a bunch of witches participating in this crap. Wanting to rape babies. 
Well, those days are coming to an end. I pray you repent. God bless. The only way to God is through Jesus Christ. Please repent, folks. Wake up. Wow. Well, I'm just going to do this and finish this up because I have a lot to say, and I'm like, well, I can do it while I'm doing what I'm doing. Watch that phone fall. I better send it there. Good to see people are watching. I have a little bit more I want to share here before I close up for the day, and I don't know. When God's pulling me out, I'm going to pretend that I'm doing what I did before, and it's over, and I'm going to put it in his hands wherever he wants it put. I just did it. Somebody's coming, and that's not my, I can't do anything about that. I tried to talk to the people that had a bunch of followers. They don't want to do anything. Because they're working for them. Like, well, you know what? I don't really need you. My dad and I, it's been tough, and this has been brutal, and I'm tired and need a vacation desperately and want to hear Jennifer talk. Not me for a while. It smells like carcass. Your feces, mine does too. I don't know why it says add flag. I don't know what it was on. Give me a second. I'm going to wander over here and hit my one hitter of marijuana. I'm not dunking. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not dunking. Dunking under a desk. And I can't even have food.
voice. All these people, I've warned them. You have this information, Mr. Munder. You're claiming that you're a believer, Mr. Munder. And he could have just taken time off. Maybe he went to patron. I don't know. The comments are shut off. I don't know, but God does. And even if he did go to patron, is trying to make me think like, you know, he's dead or whatever. Well, he's going to be getting his Isaiah 13 in a minute like you are. None of you are uh, immune to that as long as you're still not part of the Church of Philadelphia, the restrainer, the elect from Matthew 24, 22, that God says he has to pull because no flesh is going to survive one way or another, the restrainer, the Holy Spirit, the Church of Philadelphia, not a bunch of nut jobs out there that think that Jesus is coming back and marrying everyone here. You're nasty. You don't know what you're swearing. You think it's okay to go out and have illicit sex, and then you still think that you got Jesus to back you up, and then you belong with Jesus. And you no, know, Jennifer Conley, aka Mary Magdalene, was made by my Father God just for me, and vice versa. It's very nice, actually, to think that she was well to know that I can hold her hand or come up to hug her, and she's not going to be shutting me away or doing it to manipulate a crowd or whatever it is. I'm like, you guys pretty much, you know, the last girlfriend I had that looked like her mother, and I wasn't looking for her. I didn't see that till later. Cynthia Louise, and then Cynthia Louise at the Colonial Motel over there, taking me out into the streets. Mama Mary was born on February 16, 1939. I know that there were things that went on over there with Hitler during that time. I can't recall. She was the father of a mason, a bricklayer. Wow, really? <laughs> and Mama was a housekeeper, you know, mother. But they also went out all the time and got drunk and left the kids and left the house dirty. And social services came and took them all away. I, I believe it was 13 kids. I might be wrong on that, but there were a lot, and they were all taken to foster homes, my mom had to go in and out of foster homes, and for the end of her life, she told me that, you know, she was not treated all that well there by a couple gentlemen, and I prayed for them as well, especially if you knew it was Mother Mary, wow, <clears throat> she had one little uh, a Raggedy Ann doll, that her mother had given to her when she went into these foster homes. And one of the mothers, now that I look back, I didn't know who it was, that it was, you know, Mother Mary of Jesus, and they knew that. Screamed at my mom for something and ripped off the arms off the raggedy end, though. Right in front of her. Whatever. Eventually, she ended up in girls' school, where she told me that she bit another girl's lip that tried to kiss her, French kiss her. So this stuff's been going on for a long time, and probably knew it was Mary Magdalene back then. This time travel's been around for a while. So my mother, Mary Catherine Merton, at the time, 13, 313, told her she'd have me 29119, got out of girls' school. Finally, I'm not getting into, well, yes, I am. I'm going to get into this. We're in Dillinger area. I've got connections with Capone. This was to come afterwards. When my mom got out of girls' school, she ended up going to a bar, 
There was an African-American there that offered to take her to an after-hours party. She said she would. She went with them. They got to the place. There was no one there. And she said, where's the party? And he said, excuse me, if there's kids, shut it off. You know I swear by now. I don't want to hear this stuff either being said to my mother or me or anyone else. You're the party bitch. Punched her in the face, knocked her out, raped her. That's how Mother Mary lost her virginity the first time. They made sure it was different this time. Far from pure. She ended up pregnant in the 50s. Oh boy, Mother Mary, Mother of Jesus, had an African-American baby inside of her and aborted it. Had to. She was barely out a teenager. It was the 50s, and it was a rape. And that Those are the types of situations where, well, thou shalt not kill, right? We could talk about that now and do it differently. The baby's in heaven with God right now. I can't wait to meet that person. It happened. I'm sure my mother asked for forgiveness for it, but I certainly in those situations could see how she made that choice. Then, she went out on a date with somebody. I have to try to remember this. I can't, there, there were two boys and two girls. She was one of them. They said, wait here. They went upstairs. I can't remember if my mom was up there or... It was a blind date. And they were mafia. And when they went up to wherever they were going, they, they, they killed some girl or both the girls up there or whatever. My mother had to go to court. They had to put her in the witness protection program. She testified. I mean, I have mafia links here. If that's supposed to scare me, it doesn't. You're all a bunch of dumbasses. Look at your familia around you. They're going to kill you next, Guido. You never know. You're never safe. That's not your family. You want to be around family that you know has your back. I'm not going to shoot you in the back, Guidos. So there was that. And then at some point, she ended up getting an apartment and got herself a husky, got herself on her feet, got a good job, trying to pull up her bootstraps, was invited to a party at a, re a, re a wedding reception, saw Dominic Orlando Danello standing there looking pathetic, and went down and talked to him because she felt bad. I don't know, they went out a few times. possibly be gay. Well, whatever. We got the Catholic crap going on. It's everywhere, isn't it? Isn't it everybody? Well, yeah. That's the way we were designed, but there's rules, and you need to have your ethics and morals checked. Anyway, so that ends up into getting married. And my mother, Mary, told me she knew she was in trouble on their wedding night at the reception. When he got drunk and threw her up against the side of the building and abused her. Now, I'm going to say this in defense of father. I don't think my mother, I don't know what her situation was for drinking back then, but I know there was two sides of her when she drank. And she had a way of pushing people. But this was right out of girls' school, right out of, you know, you're not drinking in girls' school, out of foster homes. But the fact that she met that guy at a bar means she was at a bar. And there were two sides to my mom, but that doesn't give you a right to do what you're doing. You should never put your hands on anybody. Period. My personal knowledge. Well, first of all, 
My brother was born on April 22nd, 422, whatever. 1964. Almost four years older than me. Same thing happened while I was in the womb, though. My mom said he came home drunk, raped her, 10-inch penis, no foreplay, rape. And then when she said, I'm pregnant, he didn't want any babies. So with Danny in the womb, he beat her in fists, knees, belts, anything. Put her in uh, scolding hot baths. I'm just thinking to make the amniotic fluid boil. That's the only conclusion I could come to. Danny made it nine months. I was in there for seven and a half months. Wasn't supposed to live. If I did, I was going to be deformed. Told my mom that. Never hit me. Dominic didn't. But I watched it. Daniel, here's what I remember. A little boy who was getting the crap kicked out of him by his demented father who had issues and was beating a woman and a child. This has been going on a long time, folks. Back in the 60s, it's been going on. It's over. We can't even go out of the yard. Mr. and Mrs. Didich, we could talk over the fence. I'm thinking that's where the part for home improvement came with talking over the fence. Because we couldn't even go swimming at the YMCA or he didn't want us to when we did go. I remember also that uh, we had a lemonade stand. My mother being very nice, not being mean. This was the mother that I loved. Somebody spit on her. My brother Danny did, did beat the kid up. Okay, but then Danny's getting beat. I'm watching it. He comes home, there's a curtain that cuts off the living room and the dining room. Mom's serving dinner. He doesn't like it. It's spaghetti. He starts screaming, takes the plate, throws it like a baseball against the wall. Get back here. Pulls both, you know, them back or whatever. I have to sit there and listen. One time, my brother, we, got, we were playing on a icy hill. We weren't off, allowed off the yard very much. Slide down, come back up, slide down, come back up. Third time I went down, I couldn't get back up. And he was trying to help me then. He was trying to get me out of there. This Things weren't as, there were things, but it only got worse. Cain and Abel. And then that's Jesus, and I have to be the one that gets the reward for taking Jesus out. No reward. Your reward is poured out. But he got me up, and I just remember my dad pulling up in the car when we get in. And then we get upstairs and we're supposed to take a bath. And my brother's got meat hanging out of the back of his leg. He ripped it into the side of like a twig or some a, a branch climbing up to get me help. And then uh, Dominic wouldn't even take him to get stitches. My mom was pleading with it. I mean, the meat was hanging out. So she did the best she could to bandage it up. And he's like, you better shut your mouth or I'll beat you. Well, then the school called. There's an infection. What happened? Hmm. My brother, if he came home a minute late from school, he was in trouble. I watched the stuff. That's how, That was my abuse. He never hit me. But he did all he could to them. And I had to watch it. That plate went up against the wall. I sat there and watched the spaghetti noodles and the sauce creeping down it. That's why when I called back in South Haven, right when I was trying to still work on the book, and I contacted the publisher, and she's like, very important that you have a powerful opening. What is your opening? I'm a rape baby. Well, that's pretty powerful. Thank you. There's more coming, but oh gosh, no, I'm in trouble.
And I wrote that. I can't finish the book every time I step outside. Another chapter unfolds. There's no way for me to keep up with it. It's daily. All the way up to now where I'm comfortable because you have to kick the door down in order to get in. You blew it. I remember my brother coming home from school late. And we're sitting at the table. He knew he was going to be punished. He is just eating and eating and eating and eating. He wouldn't stop. Trying to avoid that beating. And then the food was done and then let's go. And off we go and the curtain gets pulled and then my brother's getting smacked with a belt and then my mother's trying to get in there and stop it. And I'm sitting in the chair listening to this as a five-year-old. The other thing I remember was coming down in the middle of the night during a thunderstorm. My mother was crying, terribly crying. What's the matter, Mommy? Something about him. He wasn't there at the time. I also remember that my mom brought a stray cat in for me. Midnight. I don't remember. I think it was midnight. And I had that cat during that thunderstorm at one point. I can't remember. It had been a couple days where it happened. Where I had the cat. I was holding the cat. And that lightning had actually hit something that made the light socket. Where you turn the light on. goes zzz, And the cat freaked out and scratched and laughed at me. But I loved that cat. But then my father sperm donor, Dominic, decided to throw the cat back out, which hurt me because I tried to get close to animals too. I remember waking up at the top of the stairs one time. I, I was woke up sleeping at the top of the stairs. We had, there were quite a few up to go upstairs because I fell asleep there trying to protect my mother from the beating. I remember one time throwing a slipper at him and saying, stop it, daddy, stop it. Okay? He never let her go to the dentist. Her teeth rotted out. She had a beautiful smile. Never let her get her driver's license. Crashed the car and then beat her. And said she did it when she was drunk. She ended up, she said she was standing over him one night with a knife and was going to kill him. And then she didn't. And she got my brother and I up. And I remember this too vividly. I went to put my foot in the shoe and there was a big ass spider in there. Big spider. Uncle Tony came and got us not getting into that. Took us somewhere. Eventually, we ended up in the mortuary that was converted into apartments. And again, who thought of that? And I already gave you that story. It's in there. It's in there. And as time goes by, my mom leaves. Not one penny for child support. Nothing. All the way from there, which was five and a half to six, to my next recollection, which was at eight to nine, the terrible year, 1976 area, the bicentennial year, that I already quoted where my mom was hitting me when she was drinking, and I understand she was being attacked too. My brother was beating me up. My third-grade boyfriend, Donathan, was beating me. Bring me back to the house real quick, though. There was a burner that you'd be burned our garbage in, my brother. First of all, he tattled on me when I pooped outside, this, outside in the yard underneath the bathroom window because someone was in the bathroom and I couldn't get in there, so he tattled on me. Then we're playing army men. I'm over by the swing set in our yard, and we weren't allowed to have friends there. He's behind the garbage dump that you burn with the big stick, the metal thing, and you stir it. And I just remember we're playing army, and I hear him going, incoming, but it was after he had already well thrown it, and I get clocked in the head with a rock. And then one day he comes up, and he's got a bee. I think he must have been holding him by the wings, put him in my hand, and said, pet him, pet him. I pet the bee. It stung me. Ow, it hurt. And then one time he was stirring the fire with that metal rod when we did the trash and I wanted to stir it. Let me do it. Let me do it. So he pulls it out, hot handle first, and hands it to me. Oh, my. 
the, this went on and on and on and on, okay? And I'm not getting into all the details on it. I was uh, terribly abused. And I said, well, it's because he didn't, he got beat by Dominic. And he's taking it out on me. Well, that's not fair, but it got worse as time went on. He went after every girlfriend I ever had. And creepy to the point where my first high school, my first girl that I ever was sexual with, he ends up telling me he was her first, that was her first, his first experience, too. He lost his virginity to that one, too. I didn't lose my virginity. It was the most disgusting thing, and I think I was partially disgusted at the fact that this person was 24 years old and I wasn't even 17. It's statutory rape, and you're trying to perform oral sex on me in my mother's bed while she's out of town. Terrible experience, but I'm sure it was great for my brother when he, she took his. Then we go all the way up. I'm not getting into all of it, but high school, really? Okay, we're in high school, and the cheerleader, Sue, you're on the wrong side of the tracks, and we're together, and you write Don, or Don, I thought, that's what I thought, on your folder, and probably was. And then you go off to college, intentionally break my heart. First real major stomp on me hating love and not wanting to find it. Go off to college. Keep in touch with me. Trying to kiss me when you meet me in Cleveland when Diana's in the bathroom. Don't you forget about me. You want me to play and listen. Your present boyfriend, you said, reminds you of me, who has dark hair and a mustache. Anyways, you go off and have a child with them and name them... Daniel. Danny. And then things got creepy after the Peggy Dukeman thing went down, if you're listening, and I don't know if you are, where I'm looking around at your present boyfriend, and he looks exactly like Danny with a Fu Manchu mustache. And you named your kid Danny. Did you have sex with Danny? Because he went after all my girls, including then Diana. After two years of suffering, go to the club, and oh my gosh, there's a Jennifer Conley lookalike, and not looking for that, but you get my point. And then he's going after her and everybody else. All of them. And I'm sure he wants Jennifer. He was in the Marines. He's mean. I put the picture up there somewhere with Facebook. I'll put it on there. The picture of him. It's, it's gray now, but he had the Fu Manchu. And it looks like the picture that I have when I took a picture. I'll put it up there somewhere of the phone that I took. I have a picture of Jennifer on my phone and the clip from Only the Brave. Whatever. Go after everybody, go after everybody. Then you've got a wife from Hawaii who my mother Mary at some point is telling me she's afraid that she's going to kill her. And then I'm at a hospital when my mother's diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and she's telling me these people are talking about killing me. And they're trying to make her out to sound like she's crazy. No, I believe it. And I'm like, um, what's happening, Mom? Tell me. What's going on? So I end up there, go back and forth five times in three months when she's diagnosed as pancreatic cancer. Can't stay there during chemotherapy and radiation because my brother's slamming my arm in the door. We're fighting, telling me I can't have a cigarette. Well, I have to. I just got in a joyride when you slammed on the brakes over there, telling me you think you're a wizard, looking at girls, saying if they're bleeding, they're breeding when they're young, telling me to suck it up and slam it on the brakes when I'm telling you 15 minutes ago I need the restroom. So now I can't even stay during mom's chemotherapy and radiation. She said it'd be too difficult, but I'm driving back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Prior to that, when Diana was, I was dating Diana and living in the place mom used to live in, and Betsy, the lookalike of Drew Barrymore, was there with Elise, the Hawaiian wife. I'm defending her. Getting back, I jumped ahead. 
When he looks at Betsy, Diana's ex from high school, going to Elise, why don't you have a body that looks like that, man? That looks great. Why don't you get your body in shape like that? And I'm going, why don't you shut your foul mouth talking to a woman like that and saying it about another woman right in front of her and my girlfriend that you hit on all the time, too? Then we go to a gay bar. Oh, they got ran, they ran right to the dance floor, both of them, Elise and Danny. They were comfortable as hell. There wasn't a problem. Then we're up in the booths, and he's wanting to hit on Diana, and I'm saying, what the hell is your problem? That's my girlfriend, first of all, but also your wife is right here. You're hitting on my girlfriend in front of your wife after you're making comments like that, not surprising or shocking. Didn't end well. We get back, and the next thing, him and I are fist fighting on top of the hood of a car in the middle of winter. And then Elise, who I'm defending for being called fat and all the other stuff he's doing, turns against me. Okay, got it. Now you want to kill my mom. Then you guys go adopt a kid named Alex. Put him in the corner, military style. Crack baby, right? You're hit, hitting him? My mom said putting his head through a glass window. When he's down on the ground, you're stomping on him. Aunt Donna, when I meet him, is trying to tell him to write, don't fight, and using Will Smith as an encouragement because he doesn't swear in his rapping. Well, if he wants to do that because he wanted to be a rapper, and the next thing I have, uh, stay away from Alex. They, you're crazy, they don't want you talking to Alex. Well, I tried. Right, don't fight, right, don't fight, right, don't fight. Presently sitting in prison, Danny, having him stuck in a corner with his nose, military style, like that, taking out your abuse that you took from Dominic on a poor, helpless child. You were sterile. You weren't supposed to have kids, so you go adopt one. Then we got Elise. Let's get back to Elise. Going to kill my mother. And now when I go back to it, I come in. Hospice comes. Here we go. That means she's done. Oh, boy, she's in her whatever death rattle. Come on in. I'm at the end. She's grabbing my hand up above while you won't let me even close to her on the side, squeezing it, which is upsetting you even more. Watch her take her last breath. Watch him zip her up in a bag. Not too long after that, they're all on the couch ready to watch a movie and all comfortable. That's weird. Then starts a fight with me, Danny does, and sends me up to get the hell out of here. Sends me upstairs to my mother's place with the trinkets and Coda, her Rottweiler, who's wondering where Mama Mary is, I'm sure. And not having any care in the world. That was actually after the funeral, my bad. And they took all my mommy's things and put them down on the front lawn, too. The things that meant a lot to her for a quarter. And Dominic showed up. And I'm drinking a beer. You still have a problem with that, I see. I'm not interested in talking to you about this, but way to bring your ass to the deathbed at first and try to make yourself feel better. And now you're going to come over here and attack me. I'm not the one with the problem. That one over there, your son, has a terrible crack problem. And other issues. Address that and get out of my face, Dominic. Then I leave, and years go by, and whatever. And... Then I look, because I was trying to remember when my mother died. I thought it was in 2003. No, it was 2004, on July 10th. I don't know how I came across it. Well, what do you know? Time travel, Nicholas Tesla's birthday. She took her last breath, and all I remember was, I thought, she looks high. or she. But what I really felt more was, oh, my God, she just met who she's spending eternity with. Look at that beautiful smile on her fragile body with those bruises on her legs, and she's withered down to nothing, and... Who cares if this is an overdose? And it was. It was a sacrifice. But good. She had a smile on her face. She met my papa, dad. They're together right now, waiting to come and get me and Jennifer and the rest of the family have a big barbecue. And Gerard and Eileen aren't too happy, and neither are any of them, including the hot shots. Any of them. Kobe Bryant. 
you uh, messed it all up, took care of all the intelligent people. Well, all the intelligent people are ready to take back over and show how it really should be done, and you're falling straight on your face here. Daniel, don't come rolling in here in the tanks. I don't want the scene from Hulk with the earthquake and then the military here. <coughs> so my mom, Aunt Mary, saw somebody. And then, again, Tesla's birth date was my mother's death date. What a coincidence. Daniel. I could go on and on and on about Daniel and what he did. Thank you, though, for chasing me down and beating me with a wiffle ball bat if I dropped the ball in the outfield and we lost the game because it helped me get through high school. I got an extra half a credit for playing three years of varsity sports. I wouldn't have graduated. So thank you for having me up against the box at the school, white box in a 100-degree temperature where I'm ready to pass out playing fast pitch so that when I went and tried out for fast pitch softball, and those were baseballs we were hitting at the time, it wasn't even an issue for me, and I was clocking them across the gym and hitting the other side. We were inside with a batting machine because it was raining out. Pitching machine. So thank you for that. And I sure hope you're not planning on rolling in here when whatever happens here in Sin City and martial law rolls in. And I'm surely praying that Diana, Jennifer Conley lookalike, is sitting next to my mother Mary right now and not in Diana, Indiana, if you know what I mean. My mother tried to squash the problem. She didn't understand the severity of what my Danny did. And now I, I, under, I not, nobody texted me. Not getting me off there. I didn't do a damn thing to him. I was the one. And, and is it, did you? Did you screw my high school girlfriend too? And it's that you want Jennifer? Well, you know what? Listen, let's just make it easy. Have her choose. You're the one that had the full beard back in high school looking like Jesus. I drew a picture back then. Didn't think anything about it. And now you're pissed that you're not and you want to take me out and Angelina thinks she gets Jesus and you get Jennifer Conley and this is insane. And my mama Mary's up there watching and doesn't want to see God have to destroy her son, her only son, over jealousy. He was so good at things, very artsy. Did claymation, phenomenal. Got, got kicked in the teeth, took into the military, sidetracked from that, sure was, weren't you, Danny? They didn't want you using that talent that God provided you with to use your claymation and do something with it. They wanted you in the military where they could make you who you are right now. It's a terrible decision. And it's, not a, it's okay for you to say, I'm sorry that I knew that I participated in Mama's sacrifice if somebody bangs their door outside to let me know. I'll get up, let's see, am I wrong? Because I am deaf in my left ear, but the right ear works so great. I said, why'd you do that, Dad? I can't hear. You'll have to retract that one, no movement. Well, Donna, I need to make it deaf over there. They'll say it's tetanitis, though, because you have to be able to drown out the loud trucks that are hitting it, making their really loud mufflers loud as they go by and all the other stuff that's coming your way for trying to stop pedophilia or the inappropriate touching of anybody or abuse of anybody. So I want to talk about this real quick because this is an ending and I don't know. I'm, I'm done for the night. I have to uh, promote it somehow. We'll see how that goes. And I don't know. It could be tonight. could be in the next couple of minutes. I don't know. And like I said, God said not till I'm done doing what I'm done doing with you. Well, hopefully that could be tonight. I don't know. I'll see if I wake up in here in the morning and we'll take it from there. But what I wanted to end on 
was. Well, there's two things. There's two songs. Chikatita by ABBA is very, very important to her and I. But this one just really applies. So I have to end this with... Uh, can we do this? Because it seems like the sound quality is better. I don't know why it didn't work yesterday. It wouldn't work. And then I'm going to finish making my food. It's a $5 little thing from Family Dollar. It works just fine, right? Not really. There we go. I can't wait to see you. What a terrible thing which, what you were put through. Mama. Ooh, was that really right there? When did I look that up? Because I don't remember typing that in. Well, we're going to see here in a second. This is what I was looking for. If it's not, I'll tell you. Yeah, sure is. Huh. Now I need to make sure that the volume's correct. That's down. When I end and say, please repent, ASAP. It's not once saved, always saved. The rapture is a lie. Even the movie Left Behind, released on 2-2 of 2001, that's 2-2-3-3-2-2, Skull and Bones. Wake up. This is for you, Mama. I can't wait to see you. You and Mother, Ma, or Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene at my feet. The real heroes, the women. And wouldn't have been here, wouldn't have made it without both of them. Especially this last part, knowing that love really does exist. I used to say, I'm not, I don't know if I'm more shocked that I'm Jesus or that I'm spending eternity with Jennifer Conley. I'm going with I'm spending eternity with Jennifer Conley because I can't even fathom in my head where it says that you'll be hated for my namesake. I don't want to say this because I never wanted fame, but technically Jesus is the most famous person ever. But I'm also the most hated. I do have feelings, folks. I haven't done anything to any of you, ever. So, of course, I'm hurt. I'm offended. But I'm still rooting for everybody, including my brother, including everyone around me still running around on the four-wheelers. This is for you, Mama. Let's see, I hope it's not too loud. Everything is wonderful Being here is heavenly Every single day she sends Everything is free I used to be so careless As if I couldn't care less Did I have to make this mess When I was Mary's friend Suddenly the heavens Suddenly the rain came down Suddenly it was washed away Mary that I knew So when you find somebody Think of me and celebrate I made such a big mistake When I was Mary's place So if I say say Say, be the light of 
Hear every 
This is Bruce Nolan here at Buffalo's first annual Be the Miracle Blood Drive. It's a B-E-A beautiful day. So come on down here, because the life you save could be mine. <laughs> Let's go over here, where the Kowalskis have baked a very special cookie just for this occasion. Sure, it's a little creepy and a shameless plug, but we love them. Thank you, Mama. Bull, finger, nose. <laughs> I myself will have given blood twice this week. For those of you who haven't heard, I'd like to introduce you to the future Mrs. Exclusive, Grace Connolly. And the Razzie Award goes to Terre Haute, Indiana. Dumbest of them all. The Great Horse.